Hello and welcome to episode 233 of In A Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And on this week's In Focus session, I'm answering your questions on self-development, relationships and more during a recording that I did on Instagram a few weeks ago. So right now, let's just jump straight into it. I was thinking this weekend about some stuff, right? And um, something that became really apparent to me recently is like how much my thinking or I allow my thinking to cloud like the real view of what's going on in life. And this is really um, powerful, right? Because when you can acknowledge that actually the thinking that I'm giving attention to is creating the experience that I'm having, you can understand that actually you don't need to give the attention to... And when you and when you give attention to those thoughts, you're basically just giving them energy, giving them power. And there was a quote that I shared uh, the other day, which was, and I'm probably going to get it entirely wrong, but it was, to be free, you can't be in debt because it, was saying, it wasn't exactly worded like that, obviously, but to be free, you can't be in debt because if you're in debt, then as a lender, you're always going to be a slave to the debtor because you owe something. And therefore, if you want to be free, you can't be in debt, right? And you can't be both, one or the other. And this is really important because you realize actually when you, hey Rosie, hey Vidula, when you um, give your attention and, and give your power and focus to thought, right? So, oh, I'm not good enough as an example. When I give that power and I give that attention, I'm basically creating a debt to that thought. That's what's happening. I'm creating a debt to that thought because now I owe that thought with my attention and my focus because that's what I've been giving it. And the more I do this, the more debt that I'm stacking up for these thoughts and these beliefs and these feelings that aren't necessarily even true, but I'm giving them the attention and the power over me. And realizing this and seeing it this way has really helped me with like, actually, if I'm having a, you know, in, in inverted commas, bad day. And I'm telling myself, well, I'm having a bad day, so I can't do this, I can't do that. I'm just giving this this uh, thought of having a bad day more attention. I'm creating more and more debt to it, which means if I'm, give, if I'm creating debt to this thought, I can't be free from it. I can't just let it go because I'm now creating debt to it. I, I'm owing it. I'm creating a bond with it is another way of looking at it. And when you really see that, and when you really see that, this is happening all the time, every day. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm by no means perfect. So I'm very much in this with you guys. But when it's, when you see that this is happening all the time, over and over and over again, what you notice is that, okay, so I'm just giving my attention away to these thoughts. I'm giving my attention away. I'm giving my power away to this thought when actually I don't need to. I don't need to have this debt. I'm choosing. That's it. That's the difference, right? You're choosing to have this debt. And that's what we do. We're choosing to give our energy away. Um, and that's something that's just really occurred to me like in the last few weeks and how regularly that's happening and how that's showing up in my life and just understanding that for myself is helping to, me to just drop a load of shit. Like, honestly, hey, Shen, hey, Ellie, Irina has said, how do I ignore my toxic best friend? I mean, the simple answer is to just ignore them, right? <laughs> just do it. But I would like to... to I guess, fully understand why you feel like that is a relationship that you no longer want in your life. And this is actually a really good point because this is this is um, something I've spoken about recently, but 
it's really powerful point when it comes to relationships. Like when you look at relationships in your life, in terms of like, who are the people that I want to be spending time with? And what is it that I'm getting from this time with these people in order for this to be a thriving relationship? What's up, Beige, my brother Beige, how's it going? Because this this is how you identify, okay, is this a toxic relationship that I no longer want to be in? And it doesn't have to be a, I don't, I no longer want to be in this relationship. Maybe it's something you can talk about with that person, you know, be it a friend or a family member or a partner, whatever it is, right? Opening up that line of communication is far more powerful than just cutting something off. Yes, cutting something off will probably give you a really short-term answer, really short-term um, benefit. But actually the communication and the level of communication and the way that you apply that to the relationship is far more powerful because what you're doing is you're not being afraid to speak about what you feel is not going right or what you do feel is going right or whatever within the relationship. You're actually really like exploring this stuff with the other person. And that's when a really powerful connection forms, right? And that doesn't mean that that relationship is going to be something that lasts for the rest of your life or whatever. Like if you decide, you know, within that, that actually this isn't a relationship that's really serving me. We just sit around and we, we smoke and we drink or whatever. We don't do much. And I feel like I want to be getting more out of the relationship. Then what's really important to ask is yourself is like, what is it that I would like to be getting from this relationship and have that conversation with someone. They may, they may not be willing to meet you halfway, but if they are willing to meet you on that, then what's going to happen is that that relationship will come far more powerful. Um, who else has just jumped in here? Hey, Jenny. Hey, Chris. How's it going, sir? Hey, Courtney. And thanks for joining. So Ellie has asked how to not let negative experiences from previous relationships influence negatively on new ones. This is a really good question, right? Because this is something that we do a lot. Like we bring all of our old shit and baggage from previous relationships into new relationships. And all that we're doing here, right, is we're just, we're not actually bringing that stuff to the relationship. We just think we are, right? And I was listening to a podcast earlier with a brilliant coach called Michael Neal. And he was saying that anything that you can't put into a wheelbarrow is just thought created. So like this bottle, I can put it in a wheelbarrow. So it exists right now. This mouse I can put in a wheelbarrow, it exists right now. Me, this t-shirt, whatever, you, you get the point, right? My thought about a previous relationship is not something that I can physically put into a wheelbarrow. Therefore, that does not exist. That only exists in my thinking. So when it comes to like um, letting go of negative experiences from previous relationships, it's much more to do with actually being okay that those experiences happened and when you become okay with those experiences, naturally you let go of them, right? Because what happens to us is we have a thought about something. We, it becomes a belief or a story about, oh, this is how I was treated or this is what happened to me in a past relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And we bring those beliefs and we show up in the exact same way that we were treated in a previous relationship in the new relationships. So... If the story, as an example, is I was a victim in some way, emotional or whatever, in my previous relationship, if you believe that story to be true, 
then you're going to be showing up as a victim in your new and current relationships, right? So the experience is going to be exactly the same. So the problem is not so much about how do you let go of the past experiences. It's more to do with how do I not let the belief or how do I stop believing that I have to bring that experience into a new relationship? Because you don't. Like it's Really, it's a choice. You can start any relationship as a complete blank canvas like if you're an artist and you've got a blank canvas in front of you and you you have the paints and your brush and you want to paint something entirely new yes okay you might have a certain style that you've worked on previously that you've you know worked on in your past and you kind of paint in a certain type of way that doesn't mean that you have to paint in that exact way on a new blank canvas you can paint whatever you want. You can just paint, paint a blue sky and some clouds and, and a sun and a smiley face. Done. It doesn't have to be this uh, renaissance piece that you, you've painted before or whatever. You actually have the choice to paint whatever it is you want onto that blank canvas. And this is the same with life. You always have the choice of what you want to paint on the blank canvas that is in front of you in life. You don't have to base that on anything that you've done previously. So Ellie, I hope that helps with your question. Let me know if there's anything else that's come to you with that or if that was helpful. Um, who else has joined us here? Hey, Tha, hey, Psychic Tree Frog, hey, Jess. So Courtney's in the room. He asked me earlier, actually, really good question. Uh, what's something that I've had to unlearn? And this this is a great question. And I'll tell you why, because the simple answer is everything. <laughs> And that sounds wild, right? But it's true because like what I've what I've come to realize is that everything that I thought that I knew, I don't actually know. I don't actually know anything and I'm okay with that. So when you're sitting in this place of like what you want to uh what you want to know, I need to know this. I want to read that book. I need to know the the latest uh technique for that and I need to you know, be the best at that. I need to know the information. All you're doing is you're seeking out the known, right? But the power within life is actually being with the unknown. Because when you're with the unknown, you're you're letting go of all of the limitations that are, are placed or you place on yourself, you create for yourself based on what you think you know. And this sounds a bit woo-woo and a bit crazy and, and all the rest of it. And, you know, that's cool. I'm okay if it sounded like that. But what I want you to, to, to get from this really is, and what I want you to hear is that when you take yourself out of the known, like the way that you've lived your life, the stories that you have, the way you should and shouldn't do things, etc., and you live fully in the unknown, then you're allowing yourself to really see the full potential of, and the possibility of the picture that's in front of you. And this is a journey that, you know, I've been going on and I'm trying to understand for many years now. And the more that I think I know, the less I realize I know, if that makes sense, right? And it sounds so like mad and counterintuitive or whatever, but it's just about understanding that going with your wisdom is the most powerful thing you can do. And when you step away from the known and you live in that space of the unknown, 
what all you're doing, right, to use, to use a really solid example is if I'm watching TV in this room and I've left the TV on in another room and that TV in the other room is really loud but I can't hear the TV in the room in front of me, instead of turning the volume up on um, the TV that I'm watching, which is in this case us you know, turning the volume up and what more can I learn? What more can I know? What more, 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 more? The best thing you can actually do is go into the other room and turn the volume down on the TV that's really loud so that you can hear the TV that you are watching, right? And this is the same when it comes to your wisdom. When your busy mind is turned all the way up, it's not about how can I turn the volume up on my inner wisdom so I can hear it more. It's about turning the volume down on the busy thinking mind so that your wisdom can be heard and this is what i'm talking about the difference between the known and the unknown right the known is your busy thinking mind and the unknown is your wisdom which just comes through you naturally right it's innate within you so courtney i hope that answers your question i know we had a couple more come in mr david speed in the building go check out his page amazing artwork amazing podcasts of the creator rebels podcast guys who've listened to my podcast before will be no strangers of david um very good friend of mine and amazing human beings um q has asked as humans we inherit certain physical traits from our parents and ancestors do you believe we also inherit negative traits from our parents' ancestors? And if so, how can we differentiate? This is a really good question, right? And this is the kind of uh, nature-nurture debate, isn't it? Like what are the things that I inherit naturally from my parents and what are the things that have been nurtured into me? And anything physical, I'd say I'd be pretty um, comfortable in saying that you've probably inherited them somewhat from your parents through the genes and all that sort of stuff, right? Anything kind of maybe emotional wise or thought wise or personality wise, that's stuff that is nurtured over time because there's a famous saying that babies don't need therapy, right? Because they live in a pure state of experience where they don't have any concepts or meaning or language to create concepts or, or, or meaning or ideas or stories or beliefs about themselves. They're just not capable of doing it because they don't have the language to do it. So they just live in this pure state of living, which, you know, we would call the present or, or clarity or inner peace or wisdom or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. And the beautiful thing about this is that, um, that is our innate factory default settings, right? That's our factory default settings. And as we go through life, we start to, 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 to see the world around us and interact with it and through that we start to create stories and beliefs and ideas about ourselves we see the way our parents are and we we take on beliefs based on how we see them and we go to school and the same thing happens and we you know go through work and and whatever 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 and all that we're doing is we're layering more stories and beliefs on top of our actual innate uh, you know pure experience of life and we we cloud out what that experience of life a pure experience of life is like right and this goes back to the point i was just talking about about turning down the volume on the known that's all it is it's about actually going and seeing that all of these stories and beliefs that you have about yourself whether it's like i'm ugly or i'm not good enough or um i'll never be successful or i'll never earn this amount of money or i'll never be able to go to mauritius on a five-star holiday <laughs> or whatever it is right 
none of those thoughts are true. Like literally none of them are true. You've just decided that they are and you've made them up and believed that they're true and then forgotten that you've made up those thoughts. So what I'm trying to say here is like when you're when you're able to turn down that volume on that stuff there, you'll see that actually the only thing that we've really inherited from our parents and ancestors is our actual physical build up DNA, right? Because that's what's made us, that's what's brought us into the world. But in terms of the consciousness that we live through and experience life, that is the same consciousness as all around us. It's the same consciousness in your parents and your friends. It's the same consciousness in the birds and your pet dog and the trees and the rest of the planets in our galaxy and the universe. Like it's all the same consciousness. It's no different. And it's when we're living through that consciousness that we are really experiencing that pure essence of life. And I think that um, really uh, speaks to uh, Chris's question where he said, how do I balance living in the present with working towards a manifest in the future I want? And this is, this is, this is a really amazing question because this is something that I've really been going through myself in the last few months. It's, it's like, I want to be present, right? But also I've got goals. Like there's stuff I want to achieve. I want to build my coaching business. I want to live my life a certain type of way. And what I've come to realize is that all of that is possible. All of that is possible. All of that is possible right now. It's all a possibility right now. And when it comes to like living in the present, again, it relates back to what we're just saying on if I'm constantly looking for the how to, the I need to do that, I need to more information on this, I need to do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm just seeking out more and more and more known, right? But when you set yourself and you experience the uh, life from the place of the unknown, what's actually happening is that you're trusting in what's what's to come and you're trusting in your innate wisdom, you're trusting in the um, the consciousness that I was just talking about. Like if you're if you're on a journey, right, if it like an actual physical journey, right, and I mean like if you're, say, trekking up a mountain, right, you don't know what your hundredth step is going to look like. You don't know what your thousandth step is going to look like. You don't know what the final step at the top of the mountain is going to look like. You don't know what any of your steps on the way back down are going to look like. The only step that you know how to take is the next one. And when you take the next step, the one that follows will reveal itself to you. And this is the same when it comes to your wisdom. If you allow your wisdom to just come through and speak to you, it will always make clear what is the right thing to do next. Yes, of course, you can um, have commitments. I have a lot of commitments right now. Like I've just committed to like one-to-one work with my coach for a year, which is a lot of money, right? And I'm committing that because I want to take the learnings from that to create the future I want for myself and the way that I want to live my life and my coaching business and everything like that. But unless I'm fully present right now, all of that stuff is going to become less possible for me because I'm going to be too busy seeking out the hows and the whys and the whats to actually see on what's present right now in front of me, right? Which in this case is you guys right here on Instagram. And if I'm not present with you guys right now and I'm too busy thinking about what I've got to do next and this, that and the other, then I'm not being present to myself right and when that happens and I'm not being present to myself then it comes back to the thing of like I'm getting caught up in in turning the volume up on the known rather than turning the volume down and allowing the wisdom to come through and again this this may all sound woo-woo to you right and that's totally fine 
But what I want you to really see is that your inner wisdom, your truth, your, you know, source, life source, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, is innate within you. It's innate within you. It will guide you through life. Is it true that if you don't have goals, you're not going to achieve anything? No. You can have wonderful relationships. You can have a great career, great job, great family, great life without setting any goals. Do goals work? In some instances, yes. So it's not about actually going what's the right and wrong way. It's just about knowing how to um, really be present with what's in front of you. And, and from that and understanding what it is that you want to create, you all, almost have a uh, a kind of a path in front of you of what to follow. And when you follow that path and get curious, other avenues may present themselves. And then you have a decision to want to take this path or that path. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I believe is that no path is the wrong path because you're going to learn something either way, whether it's good or bad or positive, negative, right? You're still going to learn something. And the path that you walk is the path that you're always going to continue to walk regardless. So I hope that helps, Chris. Let me know um, if it doesn't. So a lot of people are asking. So Courtney's asked, uh, Arena's asked, and I'm pretty sure I saw someone else ask earlier about how do I, you know, start from the unknown? How do I turn the volume down? And this this is the um, interesting thing, right? Turning the volume down is about actually understanding that and you know you forget the turning the down of the volume thing for a second right because that was just an example to articulate what i was trying to talk about in terms of like the busy mind and everything when it comes to starting from the unknown there's nothing you need to do and it this still is 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 uh becoming clearer to me what that truly means right um but Understanding that there's nothing you need to do is probably one of the most powerful things you can do. So as an example, we believe that, uh, okay, there's this experience I've had in my life, a past trauma, I need to heal it, I need to um, do this, I need to, all, all of these things, right? And yes, there's things you can do to help with that, but innately there is nothing you need to do. If you cut your arm, there's nothing I personally can do or need to do in order for that cut to heal because my body will take care of that process right my body is made up of a very complicated and pretty perfect system that will heal that wound for me right and it's the same when it comes to mental and emotionally right there is nothing you need to do because when you see that you don't have to do anything you stop giving that thought, that feeling more and more attention, more and more power, which goes back to what I was saying in the first place, you stop creating a debt to that uh, feeling. You stop stop giving it your attention. You stop giving it your power. And when you do that, all of a sudden that feeling, that thought dissipates, right? You, you can drop it. It's like walking around with a big bag of bricks in your back and you're exhausted, you're tired, your back hurts. You just want to... Like you're just tired of it, right? And you're coming up to someone and you're going, oh man, do you know how I can take these bricks off my back? Just, just take them off. There's not really anything else you need to do. There's not like a special way to do it. There's not a technique. There's not like a perfect answer. It's just take the bag off and put it down, right? And it sounds really simple, 
But the more that I see this playing out in my life, the more true that I see it is, right? And it's like, I've had so many worries and fears over time about not being successful, not, uh, not, 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 uh, uh, thinking I can become as successful as I want, not thinking I can go on to earn as much money as I want, you know, all of this stuff that shows up all the time. What I've come to see is that if I'm actually believing those thoughts, right, I'm just still carrying around that backpack of bricks. I'm not just seeing it as a thought and going, hmm, that's interesting and letting it go, right? And one of the things that my coach always says to me and reminds me of is like, when you go beyond observation, all that you're going into is judgment and um, in a conflict, right? Because if you see a thought, right? If I see a thought that says, okay, I'm not as successful as I want to be as a coach, as an example, right? Which is a thought that I've had many times. If I go beyond that thought, the observation of it, all I'm going to do is now judge myself and beat myself up and make myself feel crap. Then that's creating conflict within me. That stuff is not useful to me. It's not useful to me to, to beat myself up and judge myself and make myself feel crap about my work because it's going to make me do less of the work, right? However, if I say, okay, the thought is I'm not as successful as I'd like to be as a coach, right? That's useful. I can do something with that because I can go, okay, what are the tools I've learned and what are the things that I know that I can do to build up my practice, to build up my uh, client list, to connect with new people, to have conversations with new people, whatever it is, right? That's really important because that I can work with. The rest of the stuff is useless to me, right? It's, it, it has no purpose has no place it's not useful it's not helpful so when you go beyond the observation all that's all that you're leading yourself into is judgment and conflict but when you observe what the thought is there is something that you that will become uh, obvious to you that you know is uh, apparent with that thought so with me in the example it's like okay well why don't I go out and start some new conversations with people cool I can do that easy right so it's about actually just seeing that it's not about, um, I actually lost my trail of thinking, but I was reading some some questions that came in, but hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Let me know down below if it does. Chris said, thanks, mate. Love the trekking mountain analogy. Once you make the next step, the next one will reveal itself. Yeah, and that, that's pretty much how uh, life unfolds for us, right? But we we want to see further beyond, you know, we want to see 10 steps ahead or 20 steps ahead or 1,000 steps ahead. Like We can't, like... You take one step and let the next one become apparent. So there we have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I'd love to hear the one key learning that you made from this episode. So please hit me up on Instagram at I'm Alex Manzi and drop me a DM to let me know what that was. And if you know someone who you think is going to really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the link or a screenshot because it's so important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast because I wanted to inspire a positive change and you could also be a part of that by sharing the love with someone you know today. I'd like to thank Ryan Nile from Pure Creation Media for producing and editing this episode and to Hobgoblin for providing the sick music. And I want to thank you for listening as ever. Peace and love and I'll see you for the next episode.